Welcome to Across the Margin, the podcast, where we take you beyond the margin, behind the scenes of the online magazine, and deeper into the stories. I'm your host, Michael Shields, and as you can tell by that intro music, uh, we are about to get nerdy once again. This is uh, our second uh, Game of Thrones podcast this season. We um, we got some great feedback uh, about our last one when we had um, our GOT guru, um, Jeffrey Golia in, and also our uh, Thrones buff and writer, Chrissy Trujillo, and um, and we just people people really seem to enjoy it. People really uh, have taken to um, Jeffrey and my uh, deconstructions. His I kind of just set him up um, for for each episode this season, and and so uh, and we had a great time last time on uh, it was episode thirty two uh, Beyond the Margin. We had we had tons of fun. Um, that one was to set up the season. This one's to close it down. Um, so in, uh, in just a moment, uh, us three will be digging into to what happened, what we think is coming next, and just, just you know, analyzing the whole thing. I, I'm taping this beforehand, so I don't know exactly where the conversation is going to go, but it's going to be real fun and real nerdy, I have no doubt. Uh, before I do dive into that... Um, I just want to mention real quickly, because last week we uh, uh, quietly crossed a major milestone here at Across the Margin um, as we published our thousandth article. Um, in the five years since we have been in press, it, we, we, we've been humbled by the abundance of talented writers and, and bold storytellers uh, whose thoughtful, moving, and, and passionate stories, articles, and, and poems have graced our uh, pages. We've We've kind of been blown away by everything that's happened since since we began this. It's been a wild, eye-opening ride, and and um, and uh, we were we're just excited to see you know where where this goes next. You know the next thousand articles or or uh, whatnot. So we just want to take a moment. I want to take a moment on behalf of uh, everyone over here at Across the Margin um, and thank all of you, our readers, our writers, um, for all your contributions, your comments, your insight. And most importantly, support. Uh, we couldn't do it without you guys, and we 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 just want you to know that you, the listeners, and everyone who spends time on the pages, you're you're just as much a part of across the margins we are. So, um, with that said, uh, let's let's get nerdy. Let's let's get in. Let's dig into this uh, Game of Thrones take two episode uh, with Chrissy and Jeffrey. All right. Uh, welcome back, Jeffrey and Chrissy. Uh, ATM, ATM's Game of Thrones uh, post-session season wrap-up. Um, thank you both for coming. Yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you, yes. Uh, Jeffrey, I just need to say thank you for your hard work this season. The, uh, the, the, the de- deconstructions, I think it went great. I think it went great. Bravo. Um, it's awesome, man. The... the they were once again brilliant, um, amazing, and hilarious work. And you helped me and so many others understand, uh, you know, the ins and outs more, and thus enjoy it more. So I appreciate all your hard work. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. You know, I love to write these. I love to kind of get the ideas out mm-hmm. there. I feel like I'm right sometimes. I'm wrong sometimes. But at the end of the day, if I can get people interested in the series and make them laugh, then I'm pretty excited. Mission accomplished. And uh, Chrissy, you've been on the move. Where you been? I have been. Uh, so I went to Hawaii yes. for two weeks, and mm. it was lovely. Uh, I was in Oahu. 
for a week and then in Maui for a Fantastic. week. Fantastic. So, but you you didn't have Game of Thrones. I didn't have Game of Thrones for two are you weeks. Freaking out? What is? <laughs> I was. I basically. What's good is that I was six hours behind everyone. Yeah. So I kind of would miss the everything. first wave of reactions. Yeah, because yes. I'd be like at the beach or something. I'd just leave my phone in the yep. room and not even bring it down with me. And so by the time I got on. I just like no one would be actively posting because everyone's asleep. Yeah, totally. So it was great. Perfect. It was really easy to avoid spoilers. So then you got to come back and catch up. Let me start with you then. What um, what? How did you feel about everything that occurred? Just I mean, we'll start with a broad stroke and kind of work to the final brushes. Um, wow, that's a loaded question. Where do I begin? Yeah. Um, this season, I feel like especially because it was so short. Mm. It was very jam-packed for how short it yeah. was. Like, there was a lot going on. Yeah. Um, especially when you think of how few players we kind of have in the game anymore and how much interaction we got out of all mm-hmm. of them. It was kind of fantastic and crazy that it was all hap- it just happened really quickly. Um, do you want me to pull out, like, key moments that I, uh, if, I mean, if anything strikes you, I mean, it's overall, were you satisfied, I guess? I was say, definitely I've satisfied. Seen, I've seen a bit of both, and, I, and eventually I am going to get into some specific critiques that I came upon just so we could talk about it. But you were, you did feel good say, about it. Yeah, no, I was definitely satisfied. The two things that struck me this season was the lack of deaths. Mm-hmm. Because I, we, I think even that in the beginning, we were, we were talk d- talking about who was going to die. And while one person we definitely wanted to die, and yeah. like I was really adamant about it the last episode did, yeah. there weren't as many you know, like, big deaths. It's, it's fair to say that they've gone easiest on us two seasons in a row. Yeah. yeah. So many people have died already. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> and as you see the kind of, like, you know, that that, that, that sort of summit meeting in, yeah. the, in the dragon pit, you sort of see, like, oh, my goodness, like, every single main character is right together. There. <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, it's also one of those things where, you know, they're kind of, I think, uh, isolating sort of a central crew that's going to... Uh, uh, be the major players. Yeah. So I, I think um, season eight, however, is going yes. to be clearly there's going to be a lot of high Absolutely. profile deaths. And, um, and they, they do need yeah. these, you know, if there is a, a tool bag of characters, they do need the majority of these right. moving forward into the next. And that's, I mean, that's why Littlefinger's death made a lot of sense to me. Not only did he, did, you know, the showrunners probably understand how satisfying it would be to people, but he, like you said in your piece, Jeffrey, he, he was such a, a, a you know, he triggered so many events in within Westeros, but when you look at the larger scope of what's happening now, the army of the dead moving for, down, I mean, you know, that's not a game that he's ever been prepared for, or... It shrinks into irrelevance. The Game of Thrones, right, which is the name of the show, also the name of the first novel, it mm-hmm. shrinks in relevance because, in fact... No worries. Not that's important. a cool sound. That was a cool sound. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, it kind of actually, I think it, it sort of highlighted my point, which yeah. is that, the game of- you know, Littlefinger is basically a relic of the past, yeah. the past, like, month. But still, <laughs> right, this yeah. notion that uh, the, the, all the Game of Thrones is irrelevant mm-hmm. given the scope of uh, this great war that's going to be happening yeah. moving forward. So in some ways, his death is deeply satisfying, and it's also, I think, necessary because, in fact... I mean, listen. The only petty person left is Cersei, as, yeah. as we can, as we'll probably talk about. And so, but but she still has a global impact. So you know, he ultimately at the end of the day, you think about it. Littlefinger created the uh, the the treaty between House Tyrell and House Lannister mm. um, that combined their forces during the War of the Five Kings way back. Who cares about that? Now, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's irrelevant. I mean, House Tyrell is now extinct, at least in the show, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, it's. It's irrelevant yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, same kind of question. Did, did you find satisfaction in this this season? I know I know you you juggle a lot, you know, between 
expectations of the book, but you know, we have moved beyond. It's you enjoy this? Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it. I think I have to like allow myself to enjoy it. I think mm-hmm. that you know, there's like, um, it's like uh, when I was 10 and saw Jurassic Park and I love dinosaurs, so I was like, no, Dilophosaurus <laughs> doesn't look yeah, like that. I'm, I'm beyond that now yeah. as an adult, thank goodness, and I can appreciate the show for what it is. Yeah. Ultimately, listen, gotta I, give yourself I, that gift. Yeah, yeah, you recognize that they have to streamline it, and so absolutely, that's one thing that I certainly recognize. I would say this is that, um, the dragons were amazing. Mm-hmm. The special effects were incredible. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that from a from a show watcher's perspective. Visually stunning. Visually yeah. stunning. The lack of direwolves did bother me. Ghost is not. Ghost is still around. I don't yeah. know where he. Is. I want to see the pack of direwolves go to work. I, that was something we talked about in one of the episodes. I completely right? forgot that that happened. Yes, so you right. Mind you, right? Which I'm really excited about. But yeah. I will say this is that um, I. Listen, I, at the end of the day, I want to see what's going to happen. I'm excited for the book, as I said in the um, the next book, as I said in the column. But mm-hmm. the fact is, is that um, it's cool to kind of see how this plays out. Yeah. And, and it does sort of, listen, I think a lot of us get wrapped up in the political minutia. Um, and a great war can become very Manichaean. And at the same time, that is, that's okay. Yeah. I can accept that. Yeah. I'm into that. I was excited about it. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I like it. I yeah, like it. I mean the dragons were dragons were in full effect this year. I mean that that was that was remarkable. I loved uh, the, the got all star team that was assembled to go beyond the wall. Like just because I mean that led to so many fun interactions. White Team Seven is that what we? No, I, I'm not proud of that name. I kept yeah. throwing that out there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all you, Mike. That's that's all you, I know, right? and I'm not proud of it. Um, I just love the a lot of the interactions that came when some of these characters that either have never met or have had few interactions. Um, got together. There's even one point uh, in this episode, which is a very, very small thing, but this is, I really tend to like the small things, when um, John and Tyrion were talking about the benefits or, um, you know, disadvantages of living in a city versus the country. When they were coming in a boat, do you, get, do you guys pick up on that? When he, he talks about how he's like, I can't believe you would live in a city. John's, they're mm-hmm. going into King's Land, and, and he talks about how you know, there's the better brothels there, but they, yeah. like they, a little commentary on this like city of, versus country folk going well, on. Well, one of my favorite, and it's just a quick blip of a moment, but it's uh, Brandon the Hound talking. And he's oh yeah, talking about Arya, and they were, and he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna be the one to try to get in her way." And they have like this little like the, smile. At I each saw other. someone else say this, but it was described as like kind of like a parental, like uh, a joyful moment of like almost like they both raised her into something that. To an extent, they were very important in her development, mm-hmm. um, for sure, both in the books and in the show. Um, apropos to the point about the city, I mean, I can't help but think as a New York City resident, yeah. right? As a New Yorker now for for going on 16 years. Yeah. Um, that's Indeed. the conversation we have all the time when you meet someone who doesn't live there. Like, well, how can you live there? Mm-hmm. Me, <laughs> as I sit yeah. here as the suburban Jersey you representative. Are now. You absolutely <laughs> are. I mean, what are you guys in. doing? You know, <laughs> I mean, as I made the the drive over here yeah. tonight. But yeah. I've never really thought too much about that when, like, you know, it's the King's Landing, which is like this mess of people in this giant, you know, castle type setting versus like the openness of it smells like shit but they love it yeah and that's kind of the thing i mean of course the implicit meaning there is that if the night king happens to fly on viserion Mm -hmm. past the army of the dead and just go straight to king's land yeah there you have a million whites oh Um, yeah so i don't yeah, had, had, oh, not, had oh, we not thought of that? No. <laughs> I just figure him moving, just because you see them moving down, I just see him sweeping well, down. Well, the only thing that struck me was that it was snowing. 
Mm. I mean, and it's it doesn't oh, yeah. snow there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so Jamie comes out, and he's. I mean, he hasn't gotten too far. Yeah. Right. And it's snowing. Yeah. So it's happening. Winter is coming much quicker to than I south. think what we. Right. It's snowing in the north. No one cares. It's that's the north. Yeah. Summer snows. Yeah. It, yeah. It's but, snowing in King's Landing. However, there's one other really interesting piece um, that that actually goes back to the to to the books, which is that the moment Jamie decides he's not going to help Cersei in the books. He has just taken back River Run. He's mm-hmm. given it to the phrase, and one of the phrases is married to his aunt. And this is when Cersei gets captured by the Faith, and she sends a raven basically being like, help me, Jamie, save mm-hmm. me, I love you, da 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 He walks, um, he wakes up, he sees that, and he notices in the Riverlands that it's snowing. And that's yeah. the moment when he says, fuck it, fuck her. And he burns that letter. The, that part in the show I felt was also very much an homage to, to that, that moment. To that, yeah. Because that's the moment in the show when he's basically like, right. I'm, 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 going to, I'm going to finish the task of regaining my honor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And in, in, in many ways in the books, it's kind of a similar thing. He's feeling good about the, the Riverland situation. And, you know, so to that extent, um, that homage I thought was like, I noticed that and I, I smiled yeah. and, and, and afterwards, you know, I remarked to my wife, I just said, hey, that's an homage yeah. to the books, which I think That's is such the joy for, for a book reader to really, to really take in that whole thing. So let's go, let's go piece by piece with some of the, you know, we said the, the cast of characters that are left has, has been whittled down, but um, that makes what they do and, and, and what's going on with them that much more important, uh, I'd like to start with uh, Arya and Sansa, because they, they had a pretty special week, and because Chrissy's back in the uh, house. Um, my girl, I'm so proud of my baby Starks. Definitely Littlefinger was probably the most prominent death uh, of the year, and, but they, um, as, as as you know, Jaffer, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, oh, wow. oh my god, Ooh. <laughs> Freudian, um, yeah. that, they had me worried for a little bit, and um, and you, you saw that coming, as most people did the whole time, but it's it's... They, did you, did you, uh, Chrissy? Did you accept my five D chess theory of Arya that she like basically had this? Wait, were you, oh, yes. were you so the whole time? Yeah. You, yeah. So here's the thing: Arya is a master sneak. Yep. There's no way that Arya was going to get into Littlefinger's room and have him and him notice yeah. if she didn't want him to notice. Yeah. Because and I, I was re- I, I was reading something else, but it was saying how even when she I know I'm sorry I cheated, but no um you just get to see when, how good these columns are across the margin when you when, go elsewhere when Sansa goes into the room and she finds the bag with all the faces mm-hmm. the door like makes a sound and they were very obvious about it and then Arya comes in and you don't hear anything yeah. but you know Sansa closed the door behind her yeah there's no way in hell she'd have gone in there. And he would have noticed had mm-hmm. she not planned it. I knew she was playing him the whole time. Even when, so we're in the the, the uh, chamber at the end, right there, where Littlefinger meets his demise. You guys knew that was oh, the point. Oh, well, first of all, Sansa starts speaking, and she's like, you've been tried for killing people and treason and all this stuff, yeah. and for our own people. And I'm like, well, Arya hasn't killed any of them, so obviously it can't be her, yeah, because who yeah. has she killed, according to Sansa? Like, it, she can't be, it, it has cool, to be him. Cool moment. I like the humility of Sansa, too. Yeah, you mentioned it, uh, that that she was just like you know it took me a minute didn't, didn't she say something that yeah yeah she said I didn't I didn't um, uh, it took me a while to learn this or it took me a while to notice yeah. essentially like, I don't know if I can quote it word for word mm-hmm. but in fact yeah she she can accept the fact that she was very much torn and and uh, with that said I mean and that's part of the kind of like historic mistrust that the sisters had yeah um, and them being apart for so long and her really I mean her sister Ivaria Sansa Arya is very much an enigma to Sansa in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Um, she found a bag of 
faces. <laughs> How do you handle that? Like, like, but not even just like it was like bad masks. It was like, no, this is like no, human faces. flesh. Yeah, this is a yeah. human face. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so yeah, and that's also, I think, speaks to something that we've been talking about with Sansa a lot, which is the fact that I think she is, in fact, a very good leader um, mm-hmm. and somebody who, when John inevitably, um, a, a John, um, Jagon, whatever we're yeah, going to call J- him. Yeah, Jagon was a nice call. I like yeah, that's it. right. Because I like Jagon. Yeah. We do have, we, like you said, we do have 18 months. Or plus to to get used to this <laughs> to new learn, name, to learn yeah, about, start yeah. saying it, practicing it. Yeah, how do I how do I learn to live with that? Yeah. No, but um, yeah. So so in, in a lot of ways, right? I think that that's that, that's important. Um, Aria, you said Chrissy is so true. She's um, not just a great like, mm-hmm. sneak, but she um, she understands the motivations of people. Oh, I would I was gonna say understands the motivations of men. Yeah. Um, not as a sexist trope, but mostly because it is in fact mostly men who are playing these games. Are you and saying Arya does or Sansa does? Arya does, and Sansa. I was going to say Sansa does. Sansa does too. Yeah. And Sansa does, yeah. I mean, she's, she's what she's dealt with. Yeah. Well, there. Listen, I think what's what's really what was really poignant about that last scene where they're sitting on standing mm-hmm. on the battlements and they're kind of both there. Yeah, cool is shot that, too. Yeah. Yeah, cool shot. Which which okay. So cinematographically, <laughs> um, you know, speaks to the fact that they have found their places, yeah. right? Sansa knew. Littlefinger's whole trope was bullshit. Mm-hmm. When she um, was thinking about the worst thing that could happen, she goes, and then Arya becomes a lady of Winterfell. Yeah. Because you know that's nothing she's ever she, wanted. She a, would, it would be so out of the realm of it's reality. It's out of her motivation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And exa- it, it was sort of a giveaway too when they're fighting in the room, and um, she's like, oh, well, and I wonder what it would be to be the lady of Winterfell. And everyone's sitting there. I mean, if you think about it, and you're like, yeah. well, you've never wanted that, so that's. That's not me. That's yeah. what she said to her father. That's not she me. said that's that's to not Ned. Me. She said that's not um, me. I thought it was a big giveaway too that they were playing him was when he's like, you should use, you should leverage Brienne to, you know, control Arya. And what she t- and she turns around and she's like, yeah, can you just go to King's Landing? You just need to remove yourself yeah. from the situation. Yeah. So it's a clear indicator that she's not listening to him. Mm-hmm. She's not taking his advice. Um, is she just? played the game really well yeah. she she played into everything because he was sitting there looking at her like this mm-hmm. young girl that he could still manipulate not knowing that he was being manipulated the whole time i like to imagine brian's face when she gets the the the, the, the letter that's like oh yeah we off to look yeah. <laughs> like inter- you know she's just gonna be like yes yeah, the shitty grin on her face is gonna be almost as good as when she eventually marries torment giants yes oh my gosh but, i'm so, know, so that's well you know torment uh, to bounce around a little bit, torment is is too important. Same with Barrack for an off-screen death. There's 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 no way oh, they, survive. Oh. they survive oh, yeah. that. It's way too important, and so we might get to see them get together and make these giant and babies. And have the giant babies. Have the giant babies. <laughs> I mean, that, that was another you know one of those interactions that that wouldn't have happened if things haven't sped up so much and, and, and gotten these people together. How did he pronounce her name though? He said he said it really weird, and now did I can't he? replicate it. But it was weird. It wasn't. I mean, so I say Brian because mm-hmm. that's Roy Detrice's audiobooks mm-hmm. pronunciation, which mm-hmm. I've taken as canon. Um, but I I'm do trying, most people in the, they the say game Brienne. of fans. No, right. no, take that as canon. What you did? No, they all make fun of me. Um, oh, okay. I ran trivia and I said Petire instead yeah. of Peter Baelish. Yeah, or you said Petire instead of because he said Petire. Well, because Roy Detrice. Well, because yeah. Roy Detrice did. How about with um, the dragon that uh, that is now an undead dragon? Viserion. It's okay. I thought or, I saw you write it differently. Did you? There, a, that was just a mistake on my part oh, okay. because Viserys's name, okay, of which he's named after, is V I S C E R Y S. If gotcha. I'm not mistaken, yeah. but the dragon's name 
uh, does not have that extra seat. Gotcha. So gotcha. my friends were, were giving me a lot of shit about, well, all of uh, everything I do. You know, everyone gives me shit because I say coffee. Cause, you know, yeah, 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 because of where you're from. Yeah, I don't but, even say coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but very quickly, please. The, the one, but I guess before we tie a bow on Winterfell, though, is we need to speak um, about, uh, you know, Westerosi Internet mm-hmm. slash a closed circuit television. Uh, brand three-eyed raven. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> do you because because how much information was he feeding to Sansa that's, and Arya in the run-up to that? It, you know, it's funny because I just wondered that. Be, in, there's a scene and they're at the Godwood and the, they have the knife and he doesn't say anything and I was like, boy, yeah, you have this power. You could see into the past. What are you doing? Why are you not feeding your sister's information yeah. here? What is happening? And I then think, he was sitting I think there a lot like, of people oh. are having problems with the selective choices of, of, of what he may or may not be telling them and what we know that he's telling them. And it's, it's confusing because he knows everything. But three hundred ravens he, are... I don't think he does because Because he didn't Sam know what comes, Sam said. Exactly. Yeah. And that to me was a, oh, he's still developing yeah, this. Yeah, Sam dropped a, well, dropped also, a mic on access, him. which doesn't mean he knows. Exactly. Which he knows. It doesn't mean he's like plugged into it and gotten down that Wikipedia yeah. thread yet. Yes, exa- exactly right. I, mean, <laughs> I love no. when you guys bring it to current times. <laughs> I mean, but literally, like, you funny. could ask me, yeah, like, name all of the usual suspects, and, yeah. I, you know, maybe I would say Kevin Spacey, but mm-hmm. then I would, I could, I would access my internet. Yeah. In his case, he would access his tree mm-hmm. uh, to get him that information. <laughs> but, you know, in fact, I mean, I think that that is, um, so I think it's just a matter of, because, you know, he's like, oh, wait, let, let me just confirm. Yeah, let me, let me He's let like, me. he's like peer review. He's yeah. like, let me check yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah. And he goes there. Hold you know? back. Yeah. I'll be right back. That was cute PRD. too, because Sam was like, "Did you did you know that because you you're a psychic?" And yeah. He's like, no, I have no. I had the paper. <laughs> that was uh, that was that was Brand's like kind of you know you got to see some. He has, he, he's been, he has a soul. He's been yeah. anything but human this entire time. Oh and when he pulled God. that up, he Dolphin knew guys. that was funny. So, okay. yeah. but so, uh, anyway. so well, yeah, I, he's obviously got a big role to play moving forward. Brand does. He has I mean, to drop a bomb on Sir John almost. He's gonna be like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Exactly. There's, a, yeah, there's, you talked me off the ledge a little bit of the brand Night King theory that was going around. I don't know if you set up on that, but yeah, I, did, I did not. It actually blew my mind the first time I read it, and I was like, oh my God, you talked, like I said, Jeffrey talked me off the ledge a little bit, but I think he definitely has a big role uh, moving forward with his, his powers and, and, and just, you know, his interactions with the Night King that we've seen are, are have been poignant. And, which are, which I think are, like I said in the column, are fundamentally adversarial. Yeah. Yes, why exactly. Why you don't think that could work? I mean, listen, and, and, and part of this Night King theory was that the Night King is, I don't know, like, Bran in the future? Yeah. Like, they were it, playing with time a little too much for what you thought, and I agree with that, that it would be hard for them to convey that, if that theory were true, through the television series in a way that would make sense to most of the viewers. Yeah, Unless it, they just pull, like, a Lost. Well, they just said, I, can't, I, can't, I don't care what you guys I'm so glad I didn't get into Lost. Oh my God, because I would have, I would have gone off the deep end, I, I, given what people have said. Yeah, yeah I just I, I enjoyed a few seasons of it. If, if Bran did any colluding with the with the Night King, yeah. um, it would have been um, unconscious. It certainly would have been, wouldn't have been like a Donald Trump Jr. collusion, yeah, where yeah. he like was like, "Great, I want to hear more." <laughs> yeah. It would have been like I didn't know what I was doing because I'm learning my powers. Yeah, um, right. so. Uh, for what it's worth, but absolutely, yeah. Because the the, the uh, situation with Hodor was a mistake. It was it was not. Yeah, he was learning his powers. He was figuring it wasn't contingent. It was contingent history. Yeah. In, in many ways, right? Yeah. It's that um, when you're playing with the space time continuum and you're psychic, 
you know, unfortunately, you might, like, um, you know, ruin a young man's you, life. You know, you open a paradox, it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the uh, butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm checking off my boxes, making sure we touch on everyone. Um, we covered we the did. most satisfying death of all time. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I know we're going to spend the whole time talking about this. Was that manner of death satisfying? I loved enough? it because it was the same. Okay, he had his neck slit and Kat had her he neck grappled. slit. And I, I was like. I love it. He gro- oh, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best way to kill yeah, him yeah. because that is how she died. Yeah. Yeah, I just, just don't know him. I could have thought of a better... Yeah, like, I just loved it. He was groveling. He was, like, just panicking. Cut, they he didn't let back. him finish. Yeah, he didn't let. He didn't have time to, like, fully think it out. I thought I thought it worked really well. I thought Ramsey's death, when Sansa let the dog out on him, yeah. was the most satisfying yeah. until this moment. I was like, oh, God. Wow, you really enjoyed it. Look at you. Oh, my... I know. <laughs> I, mean, I was, like, in pure bliss. I know, it's real <laughs> sick, but... Um... That's that's uh, so we talked about Sam and, and we mentioned him. Let's let's kind of finish Sam off. Sam, what's what's where we go with Sam? Well, he has a very large sword and a very large book. Yes. So which is and he's I mean, proved to be I'm... such a ball. Like he's such a, such a fun <laughs> character this entire ride, and I just really want to see. It just I really hope it ends well for Sam, and I don't think I'm alone in that. I don't even have I a question agree. there. I, just, I, mean, I like, love him. I, I can't say anything. <laughs> I, I, I love him. Like, like, yeah, yeah. I, I love him. I want to say one thing, which is that I, I feel like um, with Sam, um, he's still a, a, a man of the Night's Watch, um, even though he's like basically, he hasn't betrayed his vows in terms of like loyalty to the cause. Yeah. He's betrayed his vows. So he basically has like a common law marriage to Gilly yep. right or Gilly Gilly. Oh, well put. Um, so, you know, to that extent... Um, but, but then again, I think all institutions mm-hmm. will be modified by this experience. I was about to say, yeah. I was, like, at the point at which the Great War is fought, mm-hmm. do you think they'll care that he's been doing his domestic thing? Well, Dolores Ed... Especially Colin, with how much he's been helping the cause right. along the whole Well, way. that's true, right? So obviously, one, he's built up a lot of goodwill. But Dolores Ed Tollett in the books is way more hilarious than in mm-hmm. the show. Again, it's like torment. Um, yeah. they, they don't give him nearly as much as they should. Um, in terms of comic relief, but um, yeah, I don't think I don't see him as much. I think he's a serious crow. I just I don't think that he's gonna be like oh like bad Sam like mm-hmm. you know off with your head yeah or, yeah or balls. Um, no, let's hope not. Yeah, we love Sam. Moral of the story there, Sam. Check uh, the Greyjoys. Is have they did they set uh, Theon uh, once again off towards a, a path of redemption? I feel like this is like. Once you know, this might be the third tier, third opportunity that he's had towards redemption. But third time's a charm. Third time, right? I mean, I mean, I'll admit that I was. I think that I think that I um, overstated his thinking when he jumped off the ship. You know, yeah. my argument initially was, um, and listen, you're live to fight another day. Yeah, your Game of Thrones guru is is honest and can and, absolutely and can absolutely claim when he was wrong. Yep. Um, I think that I, I think that I thought that he thought more about that. I think that he basically admitted it was a moment of cowardice. Yeah, so. um, and and then of course you know this is uh, another moment of Theon redemption. But but I think in this case you know well two things. One, he's going to go get his sister. He's I going to that, get his sister. Mm-hmm. I think the, the they're going to they're give him that. This whole claim Positive. of Cersei um, sending Euron to get the Golden Company in Essos. Yeah. She, I I really just don't think that he's doing it. I actually think he's okay. gonna, I, I think that he's going to try to get the ships and try to hightail it back to the Iron uh-huh. Islands. I think that um, taking all of those ships takes a long time, which means that any smaller, faster ships could catch up and 
I, 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 just, I get the sense that there's going to be like some pretty cool like pirate action yeah. that's going to happen on the I could use a little bit more of that. I enjoyed that one scene where you got to see you know his boat. I'm, I'm talking about his boat again. I yeah. still love you, You're like the biggest fanboy <laughs> for this boat. No, right? I, was, I, was, I was hoping I, to come over here tonight and that you would have shaved your shaved facial your face hair. into like the front of the boat. <laughs> no, into, into like, oh, whatever you situation. Imagine if that yeah. I, was, I was wearing all this like black leather. And, With like, like this just, like, 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 smudged yeah. eyeliner. What was he? He was like a Lemmy on the high seas. Or yeah. Right? yeah. But, um, but no, in fact, I, yeah, I, I tend to think that that's going to be um, the case. He's going to, I mean, but, but I can't help but think that he's going to give his life. I mean, okay. I, I think that that's kind of coming. I don't know. What do you, what do you yeah. do? Your Honor. No, no, Theon. Oh, I mean, Theon. Definitely. I was like, Euron's yeah. booking it. Yeah. He was like, I see this zombie thing and he can't swim. I see a the- nice Theon. And I'm leaving. Nice I, Theon. Yeah. Water, yeah. You know, yeah. by the way, that's one of the things What's they that? say is they can walk underwater. Well, here's the thing. They don't, right, how much of that has been seen. So yeah. he Wait. asked John, can they swim? And he said, not that I've seen, but granted, most of that water's been ice. And you get trapped a little under yeah. that sometimes when you shoot under a little ice hole. So if they can, it has yet to be seen. Yeah. So it, it very well may happen, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean style. <laughs> but <laughs> we haven't seen it, so That's we right. don't know yet. That's right, yeah. 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 No. All right, cool. Greyjoy's check. Euron's splitting. Theon's gonna die a martyr. Yara's hopefully still Yara's, alive. Yara's, yara's, yeah. Yeah. Yara. Yara. Yes. Yara. Yeah, yeah, Yara. Yes. Not Slash. Slash. Well, how about how, how uh, swayable? Is that a word? Uh, the 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 crew was. What what was his name? Who was gonna ask? What Hagar? Hagen? What? Is it? Is it? I think it's like a, yeah, Hagen or Hagen or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's all. They're all behind him. Theon kicks his ass, and they're like, "You're." Like, well, I love that he, yeah. he uses his um, his, 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 his castration yeah. as a strength. That was the best moment because it's like, "Haha, jokes on you." Yeah. got I think that's part of like the the humor that I really latch onto in the show. And no, I mean, he even had the smile. He's like, "Totally." He's like, "Sorry, no dick, no dick." Um, no, they, they, listen. The Ironborn respect um, stupid courage. Okay. They respect like the hard headed, you know, like. Uh, um, um, so, so it didn't surprise me that, that he they was going to sway like, them. That's to sort that. of their culture. I mean, even if you see how many people got behind Euron once he killed, like they were yeah. like, "Well, I, he's dead now, so yeah. I guess we're going to follow this guy because yeah. he just killed." That's kind of why yeah, I brought end. that up too. I was, I was, I figured you guys would, you know, be able to talk me into like that makes tons of sense because yeah. they, they just, you know, I just think it's their bravado thing. is something that that yeah, I'm with them. Yeah. It's I get it. Just stepped up. They're like, yeah, it's easier yeah. that way, isn't it? Totally. They've always liked Euron. Yeah, it's like it's like um they're like the stupid like people you want on your side like mm-hmm. you want that like stupid tough friends yeah like you know who'll just like kind of back just you be up just be the bull for you yeah yeah, totally. yeah i think that's kind of that that is their culture right yeah that's what the ironborn have given us it's cersei and jamie time it is i don't know if you're ready for this but it's cersei and jamie time uh is are we at a point of true beef is this a point of true beef like he's i mean he... when you threaten someone's life yeah <laughs> There's so much ambiguity in that. Do you think she's actually pregnant for real? Or no. she's just saying it? Do you not? I don't I don't really think so. I'm glad you said it because I was like, I don't wait, know. So I you... have a historical antecedent. Oh, sorry. Can I, can I present my historical I, 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 antecedent? I, I, I'm going to sit back for this. Go ahead. Okay. Um, uh, so um, Mary won Tudor of England. So oh, yeah. She... You're venturing into my favorite. So, yeah. So Henry VIII dies and then, and then Edward VI, um, his, his son of Jane Seymour, Poor sickly, yes, poor sickly young man. He dies as well. So um, Mary, uh, Bloody Mary Tudor, uh, becomes queen. She's married Philip of Spain, mm-hmm. 
and um, she tries to restore Catholicism, although... Thus Pro- Bloody Mary. Yes, and Protestantism um, um, kind of becomes very, very entrenched by virtue of that. She had a phantom pregnancy, and in that context, um, in fact, to the extent where she showed her seemingly pregnant belly to, like, the crowd, and yeah. Philip was really excited, turns out it was a tumor, and <sighs> she was not pregnant, and, well, I don't think Did that she know... Event. She, no, no. She, 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 okay, yeah, her she, stomach. I, 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 think, I think it was one of those things where, like, it's the early Renaissance. Um, I think her period stuff, she has a big tumor. It's, I shouldn't laugh. It's very sad. Yeah, but say. essentially what happens is, you know, and I don't think that's the thing that kills her. I have to go back to my Tudor history. But fundamentally, I see very much this as, like, a bit of a... George uses this because George has used um, um, English and British history. I mean, yeah, just pulling from that, if we're going to go off of this, just the Battle of the Roses to begin with, when you think the red and the white, Mm -hmm. the Starks Mm -hmm. and the Lannisters, there there are so many comparisons between all of that, yeah. like the the Tudor history especially. And what and happened at the end, right, which is that the Tudors were actually a melding of the, the, the houses of, of York and Lancaster mm-hmm. in the context of mm-hmm. the first English Civil War, which was the Wars of the Roses. Yeah. So, you know, Chrissy makes a really good point. So George loves that, uses that. Mm-hmm. It's very accessible. I tend to think it's a phantom pregnancy. Yeah. Um, I've been getting a lot of tweets from my wife being like, is it a dragon? Is it a shadow baby? Is it like a, a malformed uh, wow. creature? I didn't know people were going going. I this. think she's just. I think she's trolling. She's she's My brilliant, hilarious wife <laughs> trolling me with these theories. But yeah. no, I mean, it, I think it's a phantom pregnancy. Um, obviously, like everything I say, could be wrong. Well, especially she's. You could see how much she's she's trying to use it in a conversation with her. And, and that's and what I feel. It, she knows it's not real, and she's yeah. using it to try to manipulate people. Mm-hmm. Especially Jamie. Although, when she does the whole thing, she has that moment with Tyrion, so maybe not. Maybe she really does think she's pregnant, and he's like, oh my god, you're pregnant again. Mary Tudor thought she was pregnant. Yep. So it's not that she might be dishonest as much as she thinks she's pregnant, yeah. and, and then she's using that. Or they're going to mimic Rob and the wedding, mm-hmm. and the Red Wedding's death. Mm-hmm. And that's how he. And when Jamie finally kills her, it's going to be a. Oh. Two and one. Wow, that is dark, Chrissy. I know, I'm sorry. Wow. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sorry. I'm just like, I'm just talking about all the deaths really, really beautifully today. I, I think one thing that death. is clear, it's harder to talk about Cersei. Oh, the other troll job was um, whether it was Sir Gregor's child. <laughs> oh, wow. really fucked up to think about. <laughs> but, but beyond that, right, the, um, I think the one thing we can say for certain, right, is that Jamie is it wants to finish his hero arc. He yeah. wants to he he wants to be involved in this. He Definitely. he's been ready to kind of he's throw just, off these shackles yeah. for a long time. So this is a So like yeah, what we're saying is, is what I was saying is true beef. He's he's all set with the situation, her 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 deception that she's she's embarking on and he's 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 trying to do the right thing. Well he gone. I he mean, gone. Yeah. That's all that's, that's all I'm looking for. Two words. He gone. He gone. He gone. <laughs> and and right. what do you come back to? Like what does he like come back like well one, he either doesn't come back or he comes back triumphant to Cersei, but he's basically in her eyes committed treason. Yeah. Um it's, Which she'll just yeah. have him killed anyway. Yeah. Or so, she'll kill him. I mean I think I think that her life is um is going to be a sad and lonely uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, moving forward. Yeah. That makes sense. Fitting. Well, she has the mountain. Fitting. She's pushed. I did not. I, I maybe I like just forgot how messed up he was until 
it, we have that like brother he's interaction into and you have the eye I shot and I was like oh I had, oh, wow. I, had a mo- I had a moment too I've been looking into his eyes and I'm like I forgot how much of a monster how deformed he had yeah. become yeah yeah I mean 100% and it's interesting right because in the books it's still it's known by the readers but to the many of the characters um, Gregor's skull gets sent actually to the Sand Snakes and to the Martell family his skull Holy gets sent shit. in and so what, 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 what he's necromanced into is he's called Sir Robert Strong. Yes. Yeah, and everyone's like, where did this giant knight come from? He doesn't poop. He doesn't shower. He yeah. doesn't eat. And everyone's just like, what is this guy? Yeah. So he's a little bit, He's he, and, and and in fact, like they don't really even know what's underneath his helmet. And it's a very, it's, it's, it's and we all know it's like a necromanced mm-hmm. Gregor mm-hmm. Clegane, but they don't sort of let on as clearly. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just flaunting that she has a zombie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but probably why she's less phased by the other zombies, yeah, right? She's, she's like, well, I have one, I, I, so I've had whatever. a pet zombie for a while. What are you talking it's about? Like you Way can, bigger than that one. <laughs> you could totally just kill all of the yeah. zombies that come. Was it a little too um, in your face that uh, they, they set up the, the long-awaited, highly anticipated Cleegan Bowl with that little... Uh, meeting between two brothers. I mean, that, 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 that exchange was weird to me because he goes, "You know who's coming for you," or something to that. Yeah, effect. and, and I'm, I'm like, like, "Wait, it's who? Like, you, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's you. yeah, exactly." I was like, "What? Who else? Is, is we, there another character we well, don't talking know that? in the third person?" Also, also, I thought it was weird because he's rolling the white in the box the whole time. Why can't he just roll him in? So he goes and carries him in. <laughs> no. I, was, like, I don't mean to pick it like, apart like that because it's not what it's about. It. But at one point, like he's like struggling with it. I'm like, "You had a." Heart. Like, yeah. There was a mule. There was a mule. <laughs> maybe because there were stairs. Yeah, you just he's like, well, maybe they had a conversation before about the presentation of the light. We're gonna do it this way. Yeah. I had a moment Wait. where I thought the Lannister soldier was going to like, you know, do the curiosity, you know, like. Oh, you know, oh that would have been good and have him like. Eat, My yeah. favorite of the last two episodes was just noticing the Hound's inability to control his urges. To mess well, with things that he shouldn't touch. There was a lot of good jokes about how he wouldn't have attacked if he didn't act like a child when he's throwing yeah, rocks. When he throws the rocks. <laughs> I was really enjoying those jokes. My favorite was like he threw one and there was no reaction and no one, everyone saw it and none of them yeah. stopped him. They were like, maybe don't throw another yeah, rock. Yeah. He throws it and then everyone's like, God damn it. Theatrical it was really amazing though when they all did realize like that rock went across and they're coming. They all kind of just kind of come to and they're like it's on and yeah. what a subtle and powerful moment when yeah. the first step takes place yes it was like um, right. it also looked like someone in like very skinny jeans and Ugg boots mm-hmm. walking across which kind of made me yes. a little <laughs> bit so it was kind of like are they trying to find the Starbucks like is that what is, is that where they're going but um yeah. the flat white uh, across across the, the the field of ice but um no, it's uh, it was certainly well. I mean, it's interesting, right? Because you know this this podcast is going to be heavy, kind of on like the last episode. Yeah. But in fact, the penultimate episode, um, which you know, which which we wrote about, was you know obviously also incredibly dramatic, yeah. incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Um, and that scene in particular um, was well. I mean, come on, that whole battle um, beyond the wall. Yeah. Uh, it sets up so many. Uh, not things just not just for the for the last episode but for the next season but it also brings up some theories right did the night king was he trying to bring the dragons across did he plan it makes that? sense to me man no, everything i've read it really makes sense to me yeah so i mean i mean i think there's a good argument to be made that the night king kind of um, has a level of understanding and you know i hate to kind of cross things but it's a bit like 
um, it's a bit like Dumbledore telling Harry, hey, you can get in Voldemort's head, but that means that he's in your head. Exactly. In the same way that the whole, yeah, of how the Night King is. What's yeah. interesting is, yeah, so then who's he linked into? That I mean, he would know that This is where the brand, right. the brand Night King thing happens, but it also could be that he has green sight as well. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I can't say for certain, but... Right, and I mean, especially him and his little crew mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, head honchos who stand in the back so that they don't get killed and all the other armies men go down. Yeah. Um, right, I mean, we know for that he, at the very minimum, was created by the children, so yeah. he has to have some... I think he created them all. I mean, I, I think that the the end game, and I, I'm I'm sorry for kind of throwing this out there, and if I'm right, I I, I won't feel so bad. I, I mean, I feel very proud, but um, I think that you know the Night King falls. They, they all fall. fall. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be. Him. I think they were setting that up a little bit, right? With that's this, with that. Like I think you were just kind of alluding to that a little bit. They were they were giving us kind of the rules of the game moving forward. It's a foreshadow, that. really. Foreshadow, I think, yeah. Is that you know they're gonna a lot of men on on the human side are gonna go down. But it's going to come down to probably John and the Night King battling it out. Aegon. Or maybe... Jagon. Jagon, sorry. Jagon. Come on, let's start now. Battling it out. Maybe on the top of some dragons yeah. or something. And he's going to go down and everything is going to go down tumbles. with him. Yeah. And yeah. that's how they win. There's an interesting view that like everything that George has put out um, between... Um, you know, I see the Night of the Seven Kingdoms over there. Yeah. So the Duncan Egg stuff. The, obviously, the, the the five novels and the forthcoming sixth mm-hmm. novel, and then of course the um, the the dangerous women compilation has the Dance with Dragons, uh, the, the Princess and the Queen, mm-hmm. um, which has dragon warfare in it. Um, people like to argue that George is basically setting this up for an understanding of what's going to happen towards the end of A Song of Ice yeah. and Fire. So if you kind of just pull out the different pieces, um, a dragon fight is. It has to happen. Has to happen. It has to happen. Yeah. It hasn't happened in hundreds of years, mm-hmm. but it's gonna happen. Well, yeah. just and you're set perfectly up for right. that, right? And I course. think was it you who were saying like when, when that visual happens of the blue against yeah. the red of the fire and the like ice fire because I thought it was gonna look more. Well, the, the rest like, of the show is gonna have to be in claymation because they'll have blown their entire budget. <laughs> right. HBO, where's all the money? HBO, what are you doing? Right. They're breaking, too much swag. They're breaking records like no, never before. Which is funny because I was, I was, I, I took in an episode early. There was, there was a lot of leaks going on, and they still Did like you I do don't know think this one was the different leak. This was uh, there was the first couple where the. Um, uh, hacker leaks. Mm-hmm. The one I watched because I felt okay about this was the one where they actually HBO released it in Europe by accident, uh. and so that one was just everywhere. And I'm like, I gotta see this. But either way, they it, even it with that. Taylor Swift, look what you made me do. Exactly. I still haven't listened to it or seen the video. <laughs> yeah, and I'm proud don't, of this moment. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, anyway. you're good. Um, but even with that, the, the show just every Sunday, just breaking records, bond records. It's, it's remarkable what they're doing. So yes, they should have some money of some dragon on some dragon action. Can and it's going to be beautiful. It is going to be beautiful. It's going to be bright and, that's, and beautiful. You know what? And that's what a lot of these critiques of the fast moving and like, let's, you know, I, I, I do. And I actually have a whole page of things to even discuss, but I don't even know if I want to about some of the, 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 the you know, kind of distaste that some people have for the season. There, there was a business decision made by HBO that there was a couple of seasons left. And, you know, whether the, the showrunners, you know, you, you're a storyteller, you do have to expedite things and get things going. And I think that has led only to, uh, uh, you know, more interaction between people I've always wanted to, to see, but also 
a heightened intensity of, of action overall. I mean, it's on. Yeah. And I don't know how you can really complain about that as as, as a mean, nerd who likes spectacle yeah. and likes to see some really unique things. You but know? also, it's been building up to this. That's what we, the, we've been waiting for this. This is what it's we, been building up for. Absolutely. It's nothing that we are not expecting. Yeah. We've been expecting the war. Did they want more subtle conversations? Uh, like, I mean, which we, I love the dialogue. Right? Yeah, but, like, exactly. but this is, this is it, it's on now. It's been building up to this moment. We only have like 10 people left. Yeah. <laughs> that matter yeah. and you know and it's building alliances to go fight a bunch of ice zombies yeah. you know popsicle Wait. stick walking dead how long have i been waiting to see john snow's butt again the party? i mean and and, and they had it's a good been, butt it's a it's a i mean it's like i looked at that and i said wow like, i need to go to the gym i know we I gotta did, start doing some squats I, did, I didn't know a man's ass could look like that <laughs> i mean it really was and my wife said he's a butt double i was like i don't think it was i think at harrington's like it's legit. looked it looked it, it's I there were like articles going around going was that kit's real butt and i was like wow yeah. This, this butt is like taking over the world right was now. Was it that big? I didn't see. Um, well, but I mean, listen. I mean, Amelia Clark's butt's also exquisite. Yeah. So I mean, between the two of them, I mean, you know, their booty, child, their baby gonna be booty. Yeah, it was, it was. It was so hard. hard. This, I mean, John. John was saying to her, he's like, you know, challenge accepted. Yeah. I guess, I <laughs> he's like, I can't have kids. I, I, but I got strong C. Are you sure? Yeah. Um, so is that the segue into this then? Well, then we did, uh, we have two more boxes to check off, uh. and Danny and John are are in. This is a huge box. I mean, this was can, something we discussed the first episode. Too. Ab- absolutely, and it's it's. I mean, because it has. It's it's been tumbling, and, and you've been waiting it. Um, can you explain a little bit about what you wrote about, like how you foresee what happening to them? Sure. So, um, I think that, uh, baked, I, and I, I don't so much, I didn't so much write about this, but I think what's baked in is that there will be some challenges and controversies, um, in their With, relationship. In, 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 uh, part because of what we now know about his, his legitimacy to the throne. Yeah. I mean, I think initially it's going to be a bit of like, you know, a Targaryen ruler again, mm-hmm. then people dealing with John's, uh, you know, clear Targaryen lineage, which I think his Stark... Um, piece is going to save his 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 butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about that again. But um, but no, I mean, so basically, what you have is that in the normal rules of Westerosi, which is based on medieval and Renaissance, you know, uh, royalty and kingship, absolute monarchies, um, is uh, is 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 a male descendant. Um, mm-hmm. You know, is the uh, becomes the primary uh, candidate for um, for taking over. And um, his claim in that context is better. The thing that I also brought up, though, is that Danny's experience as a ruler um, makes her um, more. Uh, what's the word? More. Um, uh, she has more qualifications yeah. for the job, right? So um, my feeling is this: those problems can be mitigated fundamentally by a marriage mm-hmm. uh, of the two of them. And, and listen, they, they bang, so you know mm-hmm. they, they dance with the dragons, or yeah. yeah. they did doing the dirty dragon. Doing the dirty. So, <laughs> you um, yeah. put those words in my <laughs> mouth, by the way. I like to I like to put that out there now that, that those were not my words. You inspired me. Yeah, like you did. I forget so, what my phrase was. It was. I thought it was funny. I think it was. I think. I, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was. It, was, it wasn't as good when they were doing uh, many things. But yeah. so so. I guess what we're seeing here is that they're going to have to deal with, um, after the war is over, that's when all the challenges begin, yeah. right? It was like, you know, after the American Revolution, then you had all those problems. Then you problems gotta figure like, out yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, Hamilton versus Jefferson, mm-hmm. right? And I think with them, it's mostly gonna be like, you know, who has sort of the you ruling priority. Yes. <laughs> Who's not gonna throw away their shots? That's right, yes, yes, because, uh, yeah, because John wouldn't. Yeah. Um, so, and then, in fact, you know, sort of like, and, and, and how is that going to play out? And clearly, look, if they have an heir, that's going to be a huge uh, incentive for them to, like, 
keep it down. But the other piece that I mentioned too is that they're both people who conceive. They're they're highly ethical people. Yeah. Um, despite I want to talk about that a little more. Yeah, they're highly yeah. ethical, and to that extent, they want to mitigate the kind of death and destruction yeah. that is created. Um, not not just with this great war, but then in the aftermath to the extent. That isn't they isn't that what they're fighting for? And, and like and and I actually feel, you know, the showrunners might be going towards a point of showing this is this is an awful world they live in awful and it's just you know evil has time and time again within these first bunch of seasons anyone who tries to act righteously has gotten theirs yeah and it's just i love the idea of um these you know john uh, uh, Tyrion trying to talk Danny off ledges and keep her sane and keep her not sane but keep her on, on you know keep her moral compass intact in I love that theme that's starting to really boil to the surface of uh, you know can a righteous leader can someone who tells the truth can can someone who's honest and, and, and fights for the right can can they work in an evil world and the parallels to our own world are I mean obviously blatant can someone who's good you know make a difference in our world well, hillary, and i think that's yeah. that think that might be a point that becomes the point hillary clinton said you know actually no so i'm sorry this is i mean i gotta i gotta really step back once again michelle obama said when they go low we go high yeah. but we saw what happened but it did not election. work it didn't work it didn't right work. and so in fact right and and, 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 and that, yeah and, and and we've seen just recently i mean just i mean what had, was rewarded in a Trump presidency was 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 lies, making fun of people, just a whole bunch of things. Seriously. And, yeah, seriously. Yeah. But but some of the, you know. And then we have you know, the scum of the earth, coming up and having a voice because having of that. a voice because of just because of evil things and just it's it's I I just see it developing. I know it was a problem this week for John. <laughs> I, I love and they were all giving a hard time. Can't you just lie? Can't you just lie once? No, um, yeah, no, I mean, that, that's, that, that, in fact, I mean, in some ways, right, I mean, that lie would, it, I think you could argue that lie would be moral, I think, but that's a, that's a, that's a whole, we could talk for yeah, hours yeah, just about that That, decision, that one right? instance. Right. But do you think, so here's the thing, though, so if we're talking about it, though, too, in the way it, it lasts right now with the existing characters, now take Cersei out of the picture, because, you know, she's going to die. And we have, <laughs> it's a given. And, you know, a lot of those more corrupt people who are in power are mm-hmm. probably going to go. And we're going to have a lot of people, like, just innocent people dying because, you know, they're going to die from the cold and become zombies probably. So now you're just going to have these people who have freed everyone and saved the world. Whether, you know, it's almost like they're given a clean slate to start anew in a new way where they can start it in a more moral fashion and I think a a big thing too is like I don't think John's not after he's not trying to be king of it, it seems he's like he's trying. very reluctant about the whole thing. He doesn't want to always oh, be. what's but, on your mind there? Your face is your face when is faced up. with a duty. Right. He takes it he on. He takes it on. One hundred percent. What I think will be interesting is when he finds out that he is technically the heir. I don't think he's gonna turn around and be all and be like, "You need to kneel to me oh. now." I think how it, it, it's going to be more yeah, of no a way. let's work this together. Well, we We're know better to right. John kneels, right, <laughs> and he gives the Lord's kiss, is which is which which is a um, which is a, a, a filthy way for me to just insinuate that I think in fact he's going to seek to have 
the kind of, and I'll use another historical antecedent, right, which is, is deeply problematic, but, but, but nevertheless I'll use it, which is um, uh, Ferdinand and Isabel um, in Spain. Um, so they came together, right, for the purpose of Reconquista um, of the Iberian Peninsula, and, and in that More context, Catholicism. Yeah, that's, well, that's true, right? But in that context, right, in fact, um, um, what they showed was, and something that Catherine of Aragon learned um, to her chagrin when she became Henry VIII's first wife, is that um, they had a very equal partnership. Mm. And that had mostly to do with the fact that she had real power. Yeah. yeah. Um, even, you know, prior to their, to their marriage. Um, but nevertheless, you know, when they, when they, kind of swept through it was it was that sort of thing i i envision or i fantasize about a uh you know a a, a, a royal family that 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 is thoughtful about yeah. those roles yeah yeah so basically they're going to be Fernand and isabel minus the spanish inquisition <laughs> yeah Hey, that's the um, podcast. That is the end of the show. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? I do. My grandparents are named Fernando and Isabel. Really? And they're both they're both like rooted. I mean, they were born in Cuba, but their parents that's were all from Spain. <laughs> so. I have one more box, um, and that is Tyrion. And it's someone we talked about who. who <laughs> my old I, I just I just I think there's something. I think this episode I've been thinking a lot, and I've been thinking a lot about him and his conversations with Cersei, uh, mostly his creeping at the end. That was really they what made I a point. About. They made a point to show him in the hallway, and like <laughs> you have to go to Jeffrey. I asked Jeffrey about it in this, this piece this week, and his answer, and thank goodness for it because I'm so the, the only time because I will get upset when I try to get an answer because I'm generally cur- curious about these things. So usually, in just like in this case, I want a straight answer. I'm so glad he didn't give me a straight answer on this because he's just like all things being equal, Terry and like the rest of us just want to hear some people having sex. Right. But ah, they made a point to show that. And I was Chrissy. Right. Do you have any? Well, my only thing is, and it made me think of I forget exactly what it was, but it was George R. R. Martin's like original letter to the I think was it the publishers or something where he talked and originally it was like John was supposed to get with Arya and then it was like not he changed that and stuff like that and he said something along the lines of he and Tyrion are going to become rivals or something like that and so it leads us Wait, to Wait, who in turn? John, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, okay. So the the I, I forget exactly what the quote was or or, and I believe it was back in the day, you know, right when like right, around like the early books, like in the nineties, yeah. <laughs> when the books were yeah, coming out, like and yeah, <laughs> and there was a letter to the publishers oh, the about so how it was also you know, to be a trilogy, yeah, exactly that. These, yeah, was the set obviously. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it was, but yeah. no, but you're right. So the idea was, uh, I think it, he was laying out what was to happen, and John was supposed to fall in love with Arya, yeah. and then obviously that didn't work out, and yeah. thank God, because that would be a little weird to watch, mm-hmm. um, even weirder than him getting with his aunt, and um, which seems fine. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I I also just don't think they have a whole lot of chemistry, and maybe that's just me. I just not feeling the spark there, and I I, was, I knew it was coming, yeah. especially when she was like, "No, I'm gonna take that boat. Like, I'm gonna get on that boat with." Nudge, nudge, and I was like, okay, you want to go back? Like, we got like, it. Like, the, 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 the. And she's like, yeah, okay, calm down. Um, I thought Jorah in that scene, which is he's in like the he's in like the next room, like crying into his <laughs> yeah. And you can like hear them. Jorah, but the idea was that that was going to happen, and then there was going to be um, a jealous rivalry between between Tyrion mm-hmm. 
and John. And yeah. whether or not that is what's happening here is what I wonder is, you know, was Tyrion all this time slowly but surely falling in love with Daenerys? And is he jealous or is he like, God damn it, why? I stand by my, I actually stand by my statement. Do you really? Um, yeah, and, 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 not, and not, I mean, not that it's merely that. Yeah. I think ultimately if any of us were, in the next room. Yeah, like, what's going on? Well, he might have just been like, oh, I didn't think they would, or like, Or wow. I was going to talk to her about her taxation policy yeah. once we went oh, this Oh, they're fucking, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, oh, wow, they're, they're making love. love. Yeah, they're curiosity. The but, but, Felt but, more, but, to me. But a larger, I think, role that I see for Tyrion, and, and the hand is basically this, is like in European parliamentary democracies, you have um, a president um, who is a, a figurehead, or in a constitutional monarchy, you have like a, a king or a queen as like the, the head of government. Yeah. But then you have a prime minister, the person who actually does the stuff, right? And that was the thing about like um, a lot of hands throughout history, the history of Westeros, is that they were the prime ministers. They were yeah. the ones who actually did the stuff. Yeah. And it was only to the extent that there were ceremonial duties or there were martial duties, like like being the commander in chief of the of, of, of the army. That was something that Targaryen rulers, and also what Robert Baratheon did. So what I'll just say is that I think that regardless of whatever Tyrion's like sort of internal, you know, discussion was that was happening in that moment, the his larger role, because actually he's not an affected hand. Well, he's had that, a season where where. Uh, he, he he has looked inept in a lot of He's ways. He has. It's really interesting. Yeah. There's been a huge change in his character. Absolutely, and I, I, I you know, and I feel like I brought him up last because I'm, I'm in almost some sort of, you know, subconsciously I'm almost making some sort of prediction because I just feel like there's he seems so good. I almost I almost feel like he's had yeah. a tough run. He's feeling, you know, like he he is going straight up against his family. He's got to be thinking about that. I just, I don't know. Let's I don't acknowledge know. some deep mysteries. Please. One, what the hell did he agree with Cersei about to, to, to get her to yes. at least fake say that she was going to yep. do her thing, right? right? And like not kill him. And yeah, and yes. one, not kill him. Yes. Although we saw the moment of her not killing she, him. She struggled. And, yeah. She couldn't bring herself to totally do it. And, 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 what, and what, what, whatever that means for her character. What did they agree to? What was he thinking in that moment in the context of that agreement? I think that I think that there was there was reports that Peter Dinklage said something to the effect of when asked about that that he's he actually loves these two people a lot. Um, I, Tyrion loves Danny. Um, um, even like platonically, he certainly him and John and, and the books really really bear this out. Although the show does a really good job of talking about that in the first season, he goes up to the wall with John. Yeah, he teaches John some very important lessons about other people. He when yeah. when he's coming. Danny asks him about him. He's like, he's a good, he's, he's a, a stand-up guy. Like, yeah, I like that. him, actually. Like, believe <laughs> it or not. See it, you should see his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Wait until you see them glutes. Yeah, so, um, you know, so, no, you're absolutely right. So I think that, like, you know, the most innocent sort of interpretation is that so he cares about So do you think people. for him it's almost like a, a bit of a loss of power where he's like, well, I was a hand, but now she's going to go to John before me for information. What's my role? Tyrion's a competent oh, administrator. that's another. That's a great thought. He's, he's a competent administrator, but he's also a competent general. I mean, he basically saved King's Landing yeah. during the Battle of the Blackwater. Right. That's, he, he was also a... That's a great scene. When she, he's like, she's like, I, 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 
you know, I don't like you because you're brave. He's like, I, I was brave. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been brave. I have acted bravely I've been brave. What are you trying to say? Um, so, in fact, you know, and, and I, mean, I mean, he's someone who can let, make the sewers run. Yeah. And he's someone who can fight the war. However, I do think that this kind of, it's not a war of attrition. It's not a war of conquest. It's a war of yeah. survival. I think it leads him to a place where um, I think he's just scared. Yeah. And I think everyone's scared. And yeah. I think to that extent, th- that was what I felt in the moment. Mm-hmm. I obviously did some like research afterwards, mm-hmm. and and I searched my own heart to think yeah. about if I was Tyrion, what I would be doing, which is why I came to the conclusion that I would. I mean, if I couldn't watch, I would at least like to hear this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so that's kind of my perspective on that. I know I keep drilling drilling down on that, but I yeah I was I was I was, and it's funny because the chemistry. You're right. Is like a little bit uh, weird, Forced. but. But that moment, although I didn't understand the logistics of the sex act, but um, but fundamentally I was like, you know what, like this is where this is where it's supposed to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I just didn't feel. So I'm getting very was, real with you. No, guys. no, it's fine. I just, I just think in terms of in terms of the the relationship, I just don't feel that it was as natural as I would have wanted it to be between them and I don't know if that was like acting choices or what I think I think the most the part that makes me question Tyrion and how he felt about this was probably Peter Dinklage's acting choices in that he looked very upset and concerned in the same way that in I forget now which number it was because I kind of binged a bunch because I was on vacation Mm -hmm. um when Arya was watching I'm sorry, Sansa was watching Arya and Brienne fight and she looks deeply concerned and I was like, what's going through your mind? I don't yeah. understand what, I don't understand I've, your I've acting choices right now and I don't know it's what's also, going on. It's also the Dinklage beard face. I, I think Peter Dinklage is a handsome guy. Oh. I think he's way more handsome with a beard but yeah. it also makes his face more ambiguous in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, true. Because um, it was very expressive when he was clean shaven. If you notice those early seasons, yeah. um, it's, he's, you're, he's using a lot of face. Yeah. Um, Especially in scenes where there is no dialogue, that's all you can rely on is face and body language. Uh, Yes. Right. I I know what you're talking about. So I just. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So no. So it was definitely just one of those things where you're sitting there and you're watching him and you're like, "What's what's happening here? I don't. I don't. I don't know how to read what you're feeling right now." And I think that's what's perplexed everyone the most. And I wanted to actually take that moment because, in fact, as I was reflecting on the column I wrote last night, I sent it to you. I get a general sense of kind of the flow of what the show is, but I can't actually tell you what specifically is going to happen to certain specific characters. I don't know what's going to happen to Torment. I don't Mm -hmm. know what's going to happen to Beric. I don't know what's going to happen to Brian. I don't know what's going to happen to Arya. I don't know what's going to happen to a lot of these people in a a sort of specific way. Season 8 is going to be a huge... I understand the the, 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 the the grand scheme of things, but at the end of the day, like I don't know what's going to happen to these specific yeah. characters that we've grown to love, and 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 you know, um, not not to sort of, uh, um, you know, uh, no, it's not. Like we're getting to, we're getting towards right towards the end. This but, sounds like we're getting to, you know, it. But like, think, thinking we know moving this far beyond the books would be naive. Deciding what you want from them at this point is prescriptive and will affect your experience moving forward. Yeah. It's on. Is what's going on? Like, they, like they, it's going to be. It's it, we're at, we're at a the war that it becomes of them. I think we're going to just see a lot of character. We're going to see a lot of like strength. We're going to see a lot of backstabbing. We're going to. It's going to be intense. It'll be interesting to see 
in the next season, how it plays out in terms of how much is devoted to the war and how much is devoted to building up a new empire, to say. Like oh, a wow. new form of government. Because obviously we all know that this war is coming. It's what's been building up, yeah. you know, the entire run of the show. But what you think of it, going back to the American Revolution, is what comes after that. Comes what's that reformation? Me. What's that, res- like, how do you bounce back and what do you put in place? Because if you're thinking it is going to be... Jagon <laughs> and Danny, you know, and sort of circling back to what I was saying earlier, but if they're going to put something new in place and they're going to say, no, we're not going to be what's been here, yeah. even though we are Targaryens. We're not going we're to be, be the same Targaryen this the, the administration order, we yeah. knew. This is the new way of going about things. Yeah. This is how they might lay out Westeros differently. Yeah. They might, you know, yeah. recharter borders in and that, give in new that people way. homes and things like that that you, well, you know you have new exactly new families are going to have to step yeah. up and they're going to get you know homes That's and true. castles and That's, property I mean I really do hope we see, see, see you know where the pieces fall I hope you know instead of it culminating to this great war that this this thing I mean we're there through the wall hopefully this happens because I, I think I mentioned to you in one of the pieces um I've always loved like the the one after the one, meaning like you see the big episodes. I've always loved the one afterwards when you see where, you know how everything lands and like where what comes together, and that's what you're saying. Yeah. In the bigger sense, this entire arc of the show after this great war happens, what's gonna happen? I'm looking for like a Return of the King. You know, like Return yeah. of the King has like five endings yeah, because five you endings. think it's gone, like you oh get it over, God. and then it's like oh, and like, this happens, and then this, and this happens, yeah, and, yeah. The great, and then everyone's going to the Great Havens. And yeah. It's going to end up being probably because what do we know how many of the next season? Even though even though we don't know when it's similar, coming back, it's going to be so about six or seven, yeah. right? Is what they originally had announced. Yeah. So I'm sure if they do something like that, that last episode is probably going to be. I mean, this one was an hour and a half. That one's going to yeah. be two hours. A two hour season Bring finale special. And it's going to be like the first hour will probably be the end of a war or something. And the second hour will just be devoted to. And this is the new government. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So one last question. Please. Which I have to get. So, so, cause I've gotten a lot of, um, uh, a blowback, I would say for my view that on Viserion's an ice dragon. <laughs> I temper that. I People temper- are going at you. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. I temper that prediction, but I will say that. So, so I'm just curious what was, what brought forth, what was brought forth from his mouth? That's what I was asking earlier. I was like, it looked What's like lightning t- almost. It wasn't. It looked like lightning. It, I, that's exactly, that's what I was trying to get to at earlier where I was like, was it ice fire? Because it didn't quite I used look the term, like. I used the term ice fire as well. You did use right, the term ice fire. I, I, I thought about the Ghostbusters. You did go speak Ghostbusters. I thought about like, it's almost like an electric, like well, a lightning. I mean, the point is this, is that like, the elemental notion that it's flame just bothers me. And it bothered me, which is why I yeah. the ice dragon conclusion because of the elemental nature of the others. I, so I just want to get it out there. What, what right? The vote is well, that, that's why it was interesting because I was because there's a point right. You, we know with fire, fire is you know that red orangey. I'm colorblind, so I'm not gonna pretend I know what color fire is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm also red green colorblind, so forget it. I'm done. What? Yeah. Less than 1% of the female population. Holy Shout wow. out. I know something new about <laughs> I you. I know. Yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, there's a point at which fire gets so hot it turns blue. Yeah. Um, is yeah. that what's the happening here? Part but the hottest part of then, the flame, according to the Right? Hiatus. Exactly. It's the hottest part of the flame, man. <laughs> um, but that would blow him up internally. Me, so he, it'd kill him from the inside out. So yeah. I don't... Like, what is it? It's wall, right? I mean, it's... It, well, it that's why, I mean, broke. you said lightning. Oh, R.I.P. This character... 
The wall. The wall. That's what I said. I'm like the yeah. the biggest, you know, death of the <laughs> season was was Moment the wall. Of Moment of silence for the wall. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was the, the most monumental. No, I lie. It was the second most monumental death. You're still you're still so excited about Littlefinger. Yeah. I can't thank you both you enough both. for being part of the ATM uh, Game of Thrones team. We have a good one. You guys are the best. Um, we'll figure out something to do in the the meanwhile because we have a minute and we definitely want to keep the momentum going. But either way, we had a great season. Um, ATM kind of was taken over a little bit about Game of Thrones for seven weeks and we're totally cool with that and I'm glad we finished it off here right here now thank you everyone for uh, listening and um, thank you guys again absolutely thank you. so long farewell readers bye across the margin across the margin podcast Thank you.